Welcome to this episode of Musings of the Sacred, hosted by myself, William Catling, and produced by Gillette Cervantes. Each week we focus on thoughtful ways to engage with life, the natural world, and with God. Today we enter into the final episode devoted to Advent. This episode will focus on the idea of love, an essential aspect of the Christmas season in anticipation of the celebration of the birth of Christ. Belief. What a powerful word. It permeates our world. People make life-changing decisions based on what they believe. The hungry can be fed, or people are neglected. Nations can go to war, or a kind word can heal a wound. What someone believes directs them for good and for ill. Belief is the precursor to action. Belief comes from what we have heard and studied. It is confirmed in the lives of those we witness who act out the beliefs we are considering. Our belief is more real when we experience the effect ourselves. The test of belief is the fruit or evidence of how that belief changes our lives and the lives of others. When we examine the lives of people who have shaped the way we believe, we are empowered to move forward, knowing they have created a pathway for us to follow. Thinking about Mother Teresa or St. Francis or Desmond Tutu, we see a pattern of belief in the power of love to change the world for the better. There are so many others who have shown love is more powerful than violence to bring about change for the better. If we follow the life of Christ from his humble birth to a painful death, we find a pattern of love and forgiveness and acceptance. In Christ and in those who have followed his path of love, there is a quietness of spirit, a thoughtfulness of engagement, words spoken with grace and wisdom, actions congruent with beliefs, and kindness permeates their lives. This time of sacred Advent is an opportunity to focus on what we believe and how it inspires us to greater levels of love towards God, towards ourselves, and towards our neighbor. This is the greatest commandment, to love. In Luke chapter 10, it's written, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and you'll love your neighbor as yourself. When we speak of love, we are not sure if it really is as powerful as we hope. Too many times, love seems to fail against the onslaught of hurt, disappointment, loss, and fear. This may be due in part to our misunderstanding of what love is and how it functions. In the far north, there are some Inuit tribes that have upwards of 200 different words to describe snow. They have developed language that differentiates between the subtle nuances and textures that snow exists in. This is not merely to be descriptively accurate, but rather to have language that links them intimately with their natural surroundings. If only we had a richer set of words 
to understand and communicate how love is intended to be our natural environment. What do we mean when we say, I love hot dogs, I love God, I love it when it rains, or I love you? Our word for love seems way too small to provide the varied way in which we intend it to hold meaning. How does love hold up in this most difficult season, filled with exceptional challenges and struggles? John, in his first New Testament letter, attempts to articulate how love functions between us and God. He writes, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Let's explore this in light of Advent. Mary shows us her love of God and her willingness to become the mother of the Christ child. Joseph shows us love and his commitment to stand by Mary's side in the face of ridicule and suspicion. Together, they show us the love they have for each other and their love for their newborn child. The Magi show us love in their long journey towards the star that signified a new kind of king to whom they offered gifts. The angels reveal their love in song and support for the birth of the Christ child. The shepherds express their love as they travel towards the place of the birth of love. So in light of these examples, think of all the ways in which you can give and receive love like showing your love for people by sharing and receiving gifts. You might sing of love. You might bake with love. You might write, draw, dance, sculpt, and paint with love. See and hear with spiritual eyes and ears the angels singing of the birth of love in the Christ child. Take notice of the love that shaped our beautiful planet. See love as the most powerful force on earth and let it fill you to overflowing. Surround yourself with love despite those things that sadden us. This year, Advent is a reminder of how life is designed to be. A time to remember people and situations that have left an indelible mark on our lives. Despite the current tensions of our time, remember, we are loved. To love and to be loved are at the core of all humanity. Today, we need to make this a new priority of our thinking and our actions. Start by taking inventory of the people throughout your life that have loved you. Recall the times where a person spoke to you in love, or another who loved you with a simple gesture, a thank you, or a reference letter for your first job. When we've been loved by family by teachers, by friends, by colleagues, by pastors, and by strangers. Now we also may have been hurt by people on that same list. This is a choice for us. What do we focus on? Is it possible the same person who has loved us has also hurt us? That is what makes us fully human, for we have both loved others and said and done harmful things as well. As we bring back those memories of being loved, we can also forgive those who have wronged us. We can forgive ourselves for the wrong we have done. It is a time to let love be the power and the force for good. 
What we focus on is what we become. To change the world starts with us. Make love your focus, your litany, your go-to. What do we have to lose if we love rather than follow our petty jealousies, our selfish demands, our rudeness, or our impatience? Love becomes the warmth that fills our spirits, the tenderness that stops a harsh word. Love allows us to wait patiently in long lines, to think of others, and to pray for the impossible. Let the love in this Advent season be a reminder for us to be thankful to all who have shown us love and a beacon that calls us to love. In the midst of this season, when we feel more intensely, when we have expectations that are not met, when we struggle sometimes to believe in love, it can be helpful to think again as an unwounded child. To believe is to accept something as true, to feel sure of the truth of something, to have faith in the truth or existence of something, or to have confidence in someone. Christmas is about believing in the connection of the invisible and the visible, of God becoming human, of angels speaking to shepherds, and a saint who brings gifts to, to children. There is a kind of childlike wonder when we believe in something we cannot see. It brings us back to a time of innocence and unfettered imagination. When we had ears to hear a sleigh bell or an angelic voice singing the birth of the new king. Then some well-meaning adult decided that childish beliefs were a hindrance to growing up and revealed that it's all a fabrication, that there is no invisible world, no Saint Nick, no angels outside our windows. There's only the harsh reality of what we can see. The disciple Thomas was one of these adults, and as recorded in the Gospel of John, he refuses to believe in the return from death that Jesus experienced. Thomas quoted as saying, Unless I see, I will not believe. In the text, Jesus reveals himself to Thomas and allows him to come to touch and find belief. Because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are they who do not see and yet believe. Children are blessed because they believe in the invisible. They see what we cannot. They know there is more. Their imagination is so vivid and dynamic. When we grow up into unbelief, we lose so much of what makes the world amazing. How can we rekindle our creativity, reimagine angels and reindeer, and reinvest in the power of believing? Try something simple, like reading a children's book about Christmas. Maybe watch the trees dance when they are moved by the invisible forces of wind. Try to see the world once more through the eyes of a child. Maybe you could take a risk, buy the toy you always loved or wanted and did not get, and then play with it. Maybe skip down the street holding the hand of a child, relive the laughter and joy of believing. The anticipation for the celebration of Christmas culminates on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. 
These past weeks of Advent have been a time for us to re-examine ourselves in the light of hope, in the light of waiting, in the light of peace, and in the light of love. These are powerful concepts that have the capacity to bring our lives into focus in preparation for the celebrating of Christmas Day. This is a special time, a special event, a special night, and a following morning. It is indeed sacred. Once a year, we focus on God becoming a human, the birth of the Christ child. It is a time of great excitement and expectation. Used today as a time of deep reflection, a time of preparation, a time of anticipation. It is never too late to start fresh, to rethink who you have become, and if needed, set a path before you to live differently. Our preparation for the birth of the Christ child can also be a time of rekindling within our souls, a way to become people of hope, peace, and love. Prepare and celebrate. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The first Noel, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men, from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Joy to the world, the Lord has come, let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem, come and behold him. Advent leads us to this day, prepares us for the Christmas celebration, and sets a tone for how we should live every day, every year. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly they appeared with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Let your heart prepare. Come and behold the author of love.